Hello, I'm Dan Aykroyd, and welcome to this fine motion picture emporium. It's nice to know you're here tonight, rather than at home shoving cheap little plastic cartridges into cheap imported video systems that keep you and your family hostage in your own home or apartment. Now, let's face it, big screen entertainment is what it's all about. We've enjoyed it for years. Movies are great. There's nothing like a good movie, or even a bad one for that matter. How you doing? 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 My love is like a rock berserker. <laughs> Would you like to suck my cock berserker? I don't know why, but when you hit that Wookiee thing, it reminded me of that song from, from Clerks, you know, What a Wookiee! Okay. Anyway, so, yeah, I had to think of uh, Berserker. All right, <laughs> so... Did he say making fuck? <laughs> yeah, get back here. <clears throat> so welcome back my friends to the podcast that never ends we're so glad you could attend come inside come inside i am joe spiegel and sitting across from me wearing the patriots beanie ball is mike sutherland hey how you doing all right this is our 2016 best and worst of episode we are going to talk about Every single film that we saw in theaters from the 1st of January till the end of December. Are we really going to talk about all of them? No, no, no. We're just going to talk about what's best. All right. What's worst? Some honorable mentions. Some dishonorable mentions. Mike don't really give a fuck. I give a fuck, so I'm going to do my thing. All right. Well, no, I give a fuck. I just don't care about the dishonorable mentions. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. <laughs> Meanwhile, how you doing? 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 All right, let's do it. All right, so um, first off, Mike and I saw fifty-four movies in theaters this year. Well, I'm sorry, we saw fifty-three and one on Netflix. The one on Netflix, of course, was Pee-wee's uh, Big Holiday. Right. But, all right, really quick, I'm going to go through all 54 movies, just so you know, because we didn't see wow. every movie that came out. There's certain movies that we didn't, so when we do our best and worst of- Why are you going through all of them? There's certain movies that we just didn't see. So they could be really good, but we didn't see them, so they don't count in our list, all right? Um, now, the first two that we saw were movies that came out, they technically- came out the year before 2015 but they 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 were qualified for Oscars but we didn't see them till after the new year so we're counting them as 2016s okay so we saw Hateful Eight The Revenant Right Along 2 Dirty Grandpa Kung Fu Panda 3 Hail Caesar Deadpool Zoolander 2 Triple Nine Zootopia 10 Cloverfield Lane Pee-wee's Big Holiday, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, London Has Fallen, Hardcore Henry, Jungle Book, Everybody Wants Some, Keanu, Civil War, uh, Captain America Civil War, uh, Money Monster, The Nice Guys, Neighbors 2, Sorority Rules, X-Men Apocalypse, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Out of the Shadows, Warcraft, Finding Dory, Independence Day Resurgence, 
the BFG, The Secret Life of Pets, Ghostbusters, Star Trek Beyond, Jason Bourne, Suicide Squad, Sausage Party, War Dogs, Hell or High Water, Yoga Hosers, Don't Breathe, Blair Witch, Magnificent Seven, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children, Masterminds, The Accountant, Jack Reacher, Never Go Back, Keeping Up with the Joneses, Doctor Strange, Arrival, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Bad Santa 2, Hacksaw Ridge, Office Christmas Party, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, Assassin's Creed, and Moana. That is 54 movies, Mike. Yes. And that is in the order that that we saw them as well. (coughs) Okay. So... Before I go into my top ten or my top five, I I, I gotta say this: this year um, was not a it was not a great year for movies, in my opinion. I think twenty fifteen was a lot better. Um, this year, it was a lot of movies that we saw that were worth seeing, but when it's all said and done with you, it, it it doesn't really matter anymore. You know what I mean? Like it, it it's it's like there's no staying power with it. You know, kind of like when we're talking about the music from Moana or something. Right. It Most of these movies that we saw, um, that I'm not talking about the ones that sucked. I'm talking about the ones that, the other ones. Most of these, I don't care if I ever see them again. I don't want, I don't care to own most of these on, on video or anything. Um, but there are a few that did stand out and there's ones that actually I, I will, I would like to own or actually I own a couple of them already. Um, all right. So my top five starting with number five and working my way down or working my way up, however the fuck you want to call it. Uh, number five is hardcore Henry. Uh, <laughs> now there are better movies than hardcore Henry. Definitely. But these are personal. These are our five. Yeah. For me personally, <laughs> hardcore Henry, and I've seen it three times. This movie is so fucking crazy and insane and entertaining that, I absolutely loved it. It's a standout film. No one talks about it, which pisses me off. Um, it will probably because most of them get a headache watching it. But still, it is a fun movie. It's got a great sense of humor, and I loved it. Made on an extremely low budget with a GoPro GoPro camera. Even the director wore the GoPro camera through most of the a lot of the scenes. Um, loved it. All right. Uh, number four, The Accountant. Um, the critics did not like this movie. But uh, Mike and I both, we both liked The Accountant a lot. It was very entertaining. Um, I thought the story was really well done. And the dynamic between all the actors was really well done. And the action was fun. It, it had uh, some humor to it, like dark humor. I really liked The Accountant a lot. Um, number three, Deadpool. You know, when you can take a movie that, where the storyline is just the same old shit that they've been doing with superhero movies for the last 20 years. And it's nothing special at all about the story. But when you can do that... And still have a movie that is so funny with cool action and just keeps your attention from start to finish. I mean, that's just great. Absolutely great. Deadpool was it was a great way to start off the year. And uh, nothing has come close when it comes to superhero movies. Except Civil War and Doctor Strange were really good. But Deadpool, hands down, was the best superhero movie of the year. Uh, number two, Hell or High Water. Um, this one... I thought it was this was going to be my number one movie by the end of, by when the whole year was over with, and then only one movie came out a little bit better for it. 
um, than than Hell or High Water. But Hell or High Water is is it, it could be it's a toss up. It could be number one just as just as well. Um, love this movie. It, it is a simple story. Um, has great characters, uh, great cinematography, great music, great uh, song selection. Um, just an all around entertaining film. It doesn't have some big blast out Hollywood ending. It's just really good and it keeps you thinking. And that, that's what I like about movies like this. Uh, Hell or High Water. And then my number one was Arrival. Uh, Arrival to me is another, it's one of those movies where the storyline isn't really anything that special, but it's what they did with it. And I had an emotional connection to this film. You know, with the music and everything, the cinematography, um, and the acting and the characters. You know, Amy Adams' character. Um, they 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 found a way. The director, you know, Denny Villeneuve, knew how to connect you to these characters, especially Amy Adams' character. And it's a different kind of alien movie. You know, it, it's not really an alien movie. It's just made to look like one, but instead, it's more about like a, it's like a human um, experience kind of thing. And I, I really loved Arrival. And it better win some goddamn awards when the Oscars come around. That's all I got to say. All right. Those are my top five. That's it? Yeah. I'll get to my bottom after you do your top. All right. Oh, you know what? Should I do my honorables? My bad. Let me me do mine. All right. So uh, my top five are um, Don't Breathe, number (laughs) five. Very good. Um, I I really like this movie. I'm not generally a fan of the modern day thriller horror type thing. Yeah. But it was done by San Raimi. Um, I I'm a fan of Raimi's. Anything that he pretty much touches, I've seen. Mm-hmm. Very few exceptions. Um, especially the uh, the the Black Hole years where I really didn't go see movies. But <laughs> yeah, and directed by Fetty Alvarez. Yeah, and um, again, because they were um, they were responsible for the 2013 yeah uh, Evil Dead. I really wanted to see this movie because I I enjoyed what they could do and Fetty Alvarez is one of those guys that he gets he's, it. Yeah, he's he's he understands how to do movies. Mm-hmm. You know, and we've only seen two of his movies. They they're horror thrillers. I'd like to see him kind of branch out and do something else like Sicario or Hell or High Water or you know, even even a Marvel movie. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I'd like to see what else he has to take on. Um Hell or High Waters, number four for me. Yeah. Uh, I, again, I enjoyed the movie. I thought that Chris Pine was great in it. Mm-hmm. I thought that Jeff Bridges was even better. Yeah. Um, and, and Joe's right. This movie has just completely disappeared off the face of the planet when it got this huge write-up. It got you know all these accolades. Great movie, blah, 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 blah. And it, if if Bridges isn't, uh, isn't at least nominated, you know? Yeah then there's a problem with the industry in and of itself because this is the guy that did Sicario. Yeah. You know, and with that being said, for for a movie of this caliber um, and the way that they treated the subject matter, they didn't, they didn't go Hollywood on it. There wasn't these massive fucking, you know, Michael Bay shootout explosions or whatever else. It yeah. Was a great story with great characters. Yep. And it's hard to find those in this day and age for uh, Hollywood. Um, let's see, four, three, Hateful Eight. Okay. Um, even though it's a 2015 movie, it's really a 2016 <laughs> movie. It came out at the end of 2015. <coughs> Excuse me. 
You liked Hateful Eight that much. I, I thought you 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 liked it, but not not enough to be a top five. I I really enjoyed it. Or did it grow on you? It grew it, it growed on me. Okay. <laughs> um, as simple as Jennifer Jason Lee's character. Yeah, she she was so disgusting that you ended up you still loved her character. Yeah, and again Jeff Bridges. No, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Fulton Goggins. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, Kurt Russell. Oh, okay. You know. So you have Kurt Russell, and Walton Goggins is another one of my favorites. He's a perennial favorite. Yeah. Um, uh, I've grown to really like him after watching him in um, Justified. Do you know he was in House of a Thousand Corpses? He was in a lot of things. Like, like I, I watched a thing where it, it, it was a couple of older TV things, mm-hmm. and I'm like, holy shit, that's fucking Walton Goggins. Yeah. It's something as weird as like the Brady Bunch movie or some shit like that. <laughs> okay, you know? I mean he's he's been in yeah, is he's been in a ton of things. Yeah, because uh, House of a Thousand Corpses was filmed in two thousand. Yeah, and they didn't release it till two thousand three. Right, and he looked young, like he looked like about I don't know, like uh, two thousand cartons uh, cigarettes earlier. Right, <laughs> good goings. Yeah, Walton, good goings. Good job. So man. you could tell he's that, my age. He was he's born November seventy one. Yeah, so you could tell that they um they 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 filmed it like around the beginning of when he started doing uh, the Shield. Yeah, so um he was in Mister Saturday Night. That's okay, it. and the next Karate Kid. That's what I was thinking of. Okay, uh, Major League, Back to the Miners, <coughs> uh, The Crow, Salvation, Shanghai Noon. Um, he uh he was in a movie called The Accountant. Short film. Yeah. Um, the world's fastest Indian, predators, cowboys, and aliens. Uh, but yeah, he, like I said, I told you he was in like some weird movie, yeah. the next Karate Kid. That that's with Hillary Swank. Yeah, that's kind of and uh, Crow Salvation. So I didn't realize he was in like actually I didn't realize he was in uh Mister Saturday Night. Yeah, but he was, that's only on the DVD cut. But he was still in the fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> um. Hey, Kevin Costner was in the Big Chill. They just never showed him. That's correct. <laughs> so, um, when it comes to when it comes to Hateful Eight, because the setting is basically just one stage, it's it's set up like a play. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just in a cabin, and everything goes to hell. So, the, I, and I read the script before I even saw the movie. I, yes, I downloaded the stupid <laughs> script that was leaked, uh-huh. and um, there were some changes, not a lot of changes. But when when I heard that Tarantino wasn't going to do the the movie, and then he did the live script read, I knew it was on after he did the live script read because it was it just got too much attention. Yeah. <laughs> um, my uh, number two pick is Arrival, not number one. Okay. Um, I really enjoy. This is a movie again, like Gone Girl or whatever. I didn't want to see the movie, mm. but I decided, you know, fuck it let's go and see the movie and experience it. And it's a, this is a Jedi mindfuck movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause the trailer makes you think one thing. Yeah. It's past present, yeah. you know, it's past and present. It's all happening at once. And, and seeing the aliens that look like these gigantic hands, Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, they look like, uh, things. Yeah. That's what they look like. Uh, from fucking Adam's family. <laughs> Adam's aunt. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> When, when all is said and done, it wasn't it wasn't grossly abused. Yeah, you know they didn't they they had characters in there that were were bad guys, and the ones that you thought were bad guys weren't. Yeah, you know, and they were it, it's 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 all about the human condition. Yeah, you know, and how some people can handle stress and some people can't, 
And that entire makeup of all the characters, but Forrest Whitaker all the way to Jeremy Renner and and um, I always want to call her Isla Fisher. It's Amy Adams. Yeah. <laughs> and how they deal with this alien thing. Rival. <laughs> yeah, if you want to call it that. This the skipping stone, you know, yeah, uh, the shell ship, but how they deal with it is so drastically different. Yeah. Oh, we want to shoot them. No, we can't shoot them. We can't do this. We got to figure out. Let's figure out their language. Let's see what they're trying to say. Let's nuke the bastards. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like that. And yeah. it didn't happen. And of course, my number one pick is Deadpool. Yeah. Okay. Deadpool's number one. I love Deadpool. I knew you were going to be high with Deadpool. I just didn't know. I mean, I it was my three. So yeah. Um. I. I didn't know where I was going to put it until we did the podcast, uh-huh. but this is what I was thinking about. Is there is there a movie that has resonated with me this year as much as, you know, whatever? So you go through the list. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I love animation. I thought Hardcore Henry was great, but it gave me a fucking wicked headache. <laughs> um, but the movies that I pick, they have to resonate with me. Yeah. They, I, I have to, I, there's a feeling, the, 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 the connection, you yeah. know? But I'll tell you one thing. I saw Deadpool. I saw the DVD. I watched the DVD. And it wasn't until like a couple months ago. Uh-huh. So like November-ish or whenever it came out on HBO. I threw on Deadpool because there was nothing else on. Yeah. And I sat down and watched it. I mean, it wasn't like I put it on in the background and did other things. I sat down and watched it and laughed my fucking ass off. Yeah. <laughs> when you have a movie... That you you know everything that's going to happen, and you sit down and within the f- first opening minute, you know, of him punching Colossus right in the nuts. Yeah, you know, and you're you're crying from laughing so hard, and the first words out of your mouth is "God damn it, I love this movie." That's it. That's all that matters to me. Yeah, you know what? When when and I I agree because. When you go, when you already want to go see a movie that badly, and then it delivers when you see it, yeah. Even though, because usually the hype builds something up too big, and then you're disappointed a little bit when you see it. Yeah, I wasn't, and then I wanted uh, other people to see it, just like with Hardcore Henry. I wanted other people to go see it, right? Yeah, you have to. And so I, I had one of my, I took one of my friends to go see it. I'm like, dude, you got to see Deadpool. So we went and saw Deadpool. So I saw it twice in theaters, and then. Um, Oh, and then, shit, dude, I've never done this before, but I bought it two weeks before it came out on Blu-ray. I bought it on streaming, on cable. So I bought this fucking movie twice, because then I also bought it on Blu-ray, you know? So I owned, Sucker. So I own it on my DVR, but I had I wanted to see it again before it came out, you know? That's how good Deadpool is. Yeah. So, yeah, the movie is awesome, and I, I hope that they just keep that <laughs> formula, man. <laughs> well, that's that's my understanding is... <laughs> <coughs> the um, Deadpool 2 is supposed to come out this year. Okay. So. All right, well. Hopefully yeah, they're just, fucking working on it. As long as they keep the, the right formula and don't try to, to overdo shit. And maximum effort. There you go. All right. So uh, my honorable mentions. Um, I only got three. Okay. One is Don't Breathe. Okay. Because Don't Breathe was... Um, was a great contrast because if you remember in the in that two week period we saw Don't Breathe and then we saw Blair Witch right and we saw the complete opposite we saw a great horror film and a piece of shit knockoff right and everything that that Don't Breathe did right Blair Witch did wrong 
And that's what that was another good contrasting perspective with that. Don't breathe was awesome. Um, my other two were Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge was a very good movie. <clears throat> Great performances. Um, I loved. Uh, um, oh my God, Agent Smith, Hugo Weaving. Right. Loved Hugo Weaving's character. Loved Vince Vaughn's character. Great acting in this movie. Uh, way better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, Hacksaw Ridge was really good. Yeah. Um, when Vince Vaughn. When Vince Vaughn is not a lead character, mm-hmm. when he's doing, you know, uh, support roles and stuff like that, he's a great character actor. Yeah. Um, the thing about Vince Vaughn is, is that he's not a good leading man. Leading man. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Well, you know, the problem is, is the the forced comedy shit. Yeah. And as long as they don't have them in forced comedies, you know, it's not bad. Or, or actually, comedies where they take their time to write a good character. It's been a long time since we've seen that with him, but, um, and then my last honorable mention is everybody wants some. Okay, uh, Art is it Art Linkletter. Is it Art Linkletter? Richard. Richard Linkletter. Thank you. <laughs> Art Linkletter is somebody else. Yeah. So Richard Linkletter's uh, semi follow up to Dazed and Confused um, was a really good movie. We were entertained uh, from beginning to end with that movie, and it had a great soundtrack. And you know that a movie is really good when it can play songs that you don't care to hear anymore because they've been played to death on the radio, but they still fit so perfectly into the seams of the film that you still love it in the movie. Yeah. You know, like Let the Good Times Roll. You know, the movie ends on a perfect note with that song. Um, so I can never get tired of that song. <clears throat> well, there's other ones too. I, the, but, you know, there's but there's definitely other songs in that movie though that I've heard too many times and they're, they're almost like cl- cliched songs, but they fit. And so when they fit, they fit and can't complain. So... Okay. Those are my my three honorable mentions. Do you have any? I do not have any honorable mentions. All right. So there's just five and you're done. All yes. Right. All right. So my bottom five, my worst, the worst films of this year um, that I saw, um, that we saw, was uh, number five's uh, Ghostbusters. Um, there are much worse films that came out this year than Ghostbusters, but when you have a a remake, okay, that comes out... 30 years after the original and the original is an iconic film. Okay. When you have a movie that comes out and it has a cast like this with a director like this, you know, who should have been able to bring their a game. Everybody should have been able to bring their a game and barely anyone did. Okay. Only Kate McKinnon was awesome. And Chris Hemsworth was awesome. Everyone else was the same old, you know, fucking standard character that they play in every movie that that they're in, you know, Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy and Leslie Jones, all wasted characters. Um, you know, the humor movie wasn't that funny. Um, and the story was shit. So, um, it was watchable, but it's Ghostbusters, dude. It should be fucking awesome. This movie was so shitty that it made Ghostbusters two look awesome. Okay. So, there's mine on Ghostbusters. Uh, number I four. I can't believe that you picked Ghostbusters <coughs> as, as, as one of your fucking worst movies of the year when there are so many others. Because the disappointment factor. You know what I mean? It's Ghostbusters. You, you... Right, but again, disappointment. I understand it's personal stuff. Yeah. But again, disappointment factor versus other movies that have come out uh-huh. that are fucking way worse. Okay, well, I'll give you... Let me, Shittily, as let you me, said. Yeah. Let but me do, let's let's get through your list, all right. and then we'll do my list. The contrast with that is like with new the the, 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 the best movies. You know, uh, is Hacksaw Ridge a better movie than Hardcore Henry? Yes, it is. But Hardcore Henry hits me harder. So that's why. 
I picked that one in my top five. You see what I mean? Uh-huh. That's why. It, it's an overall effect. Um, <clears throat> number four is Bad Santa 2. Uh, this movie, it's another one. It's another sequel, a long-awaited sequel from a movie um, that was great. Okay, it, it had its own niche. It, it fucking stood out in its own genre. It was a great movie. And then this movie comes <laughs> along, and it's the opposite. It, it's not very funny at all. It has a couple funny moments, but all in all, it just feels like it, um, an uninspired copy knockoff with, with just boring characters that are just dirty and that's it. You know, the first one had dirty, but it had funny with the dirty, and there was some endearingness to it. Um, this one has barely any, ende- you know, endearment to it, and it just, it just sucks from start to finish. It sucks. Okay, makes me want to stick my head in the fucking oven. Okay, as long as it's not electric. Yeah. All right. Number three uh, is Blair Witch. I said it before. I'll say it again. I like the mythology of the original Blair Witch. Okay. You finally have a movie come out. You did a great marketing thing. They do a great marketing thing with it where they have a movie called The Woods, right, with trailers. And then <clears throat> they make you think that it's something else, but it looks like it might be Blair Witch. But it's not. It's called The Woods, right? Then all of a sudden, right before the movie comes out, you show the true trailer, and it is Blair Witch. Cool. Great way to get people hooked into it and get them involved. All right? You had me. I'm like, okay, let's see it. But no, this movie sucked. It was a cheap. It used a cheap gimmick with the stupid drones that ended up not doing shit in the entire film. Okay, you got stuck in a fucking tree. Yeah, I got stuck in a fucking tree. Right? <clears throat> you had characters making stupid decisions once again. Okay, and the movie only had like two highlights in it, and those highlights are really quick, and that's not enough to make up for ninety minutes of bullshit. Okay, so Blair Witch was another disappointment. Oh, and it was a sequel as well. Uh, go figure. All right, another Go long-awaited fuck yourself. sequel. All right. Oh, here's another long-awaited sequel for number two. All right, Jason fucking Bourne. All right, this movie is everything that supremacy was, but shitty. Okay, it. You wait this long to see Jason, <laughs> you know, Matt Damon's Jason Bourne come back. Right. You have Paul Greengrass, who did two of the movies that were the most popular with Jason Bourne. He comes back to direct it, and it feels like everyone didn't do shit to make this effort. It, it was written poorly. Okay, Tommy Lee Jones was cool in it, but I still really couldn't buy his character. Oh, it's like where the fuck has he been the whole time? All of a sudden, he pops up out of nowhere. Like I've been, I've had my fingers involved the whole time. <laughs> and I'm like, it's just no, it's bullshit. Nothing. The movie was boring, and it was a copy of just other films, and it, it just sucked. You know, you kill off a good character that they had with, uh, um, holy fuck, I forgot her goddamn name. Anyway, Childs. Julia Stiles. They had her. Stiles. Yeah. Julia Stiles' character. Thank you, though. Um, Julia Stiles' character. It was pointless to even have her come back and and then kill her right at the beginning of the movie. Uh, Just a shitty, shitty wait to see Jason Bourne again. It just was a fucking waste of time, man. All right? Jason Bourne again. Uh, And it was Jason Bourne. That movie fucking sucked, man. All right? Number one. Number one, the worst film of the year. Absolutely is another long-awaited sequel. The longest-awaited sequel besides... Well, Ghostbusters is a remake, so I can't really count that. But Independence Day Resurgence. (coughs) This movie is a complete waste of time from start to finish. It makes the original Independence Day, which is not a great film. It it is nostalgic for me because I loved it as a teenager, but 
it's still not a great movie, but this movie is so shitty and so lackluster, thinking that bigger is better, bigger, everything's bigger and everything's better. It's nothing. It is, it, it shits on the characters that, that, that survived from the first film. It shits on, on the Will Smith, <laughs> but, you know, it shits on everything. This movie, it, 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 it fucking. I think the only person that I kind of enjoyed in the movie at all was was Jeff Goldblum because he just doesn't give a fuck. He's just there, you know. It, it, stupid movie, you know. And look, I I don't I never really had any anticipation for this film because I don't think they should have made it. Ever since I became a, an adult, I realized that Independence Day didn't really need to be made into a sequel, you know. But still, we went and saw this shit, and it's like they didn't even try. 20 fucking years and this is what we get? Fuck you, Roland Emmerich. Eat it. All right, what do you got? I was just enjoying listening to what you had to say. I love that. All right. <clears throat> um, hmm. Your bottom five. The, sh- <coughs> the shittily list, as Joe likes to call it. Yes. We're going to start calling it the shittily list. So my bottom five. Well, they're not much different than your. Well, they're much different than yours. <laughs> but I've got a bottom 10, dude, and all your movies are in my bottom 10, so. Yeah. <sighs> well, I... except for um, that one. Except for number three. Number three is not in my bottom 10, because I saw... Uh, it wasn't a great movie, but it was way worse. That one? Yeah. I saw where it was way worse than that. No. <laughs> no. So... Joe likes talking about shittily movies. <laughs> so we'll start off at the bottom. Yeah, what was one of the first films that we saw um, in 2016? Zoolander 2. <laughs> well, yeah, that also. Oh, another long-awaited sequel. Another long-awaited sequel. <laughs> and even... Blue Steel. Even fucking um, Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> he was the only worthwhile character in the whole fucking movie. <laughs> Unfortunately, I mean, yeah, but he couldn't save the movie. No. That's the thing. He saved his moments. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. No, look, the best part about that movie was Will Ferrell. Yeah. Other than that, it was it, it, the whole movie was fucking garbage. And even at the, at the fucking very end where you have to save the day and have the supermodels and he couldn't get his... His supermodel look back or whatever. Yeah, and Kristen Wiig's character was actually Mila Jovovich's character from the first movie. Right. Yeah. It was boring and lazy. It was awful. Yeah. And well, they had the cameo appearance by Bieber at the beginning. No, no, no. During the during during the the model thing where where they where they brought in Owen Wilson and uh, Ben Stiller to as aging mo- these aging models to this model show. Yeah. They had some cameo appearance by somebody and I can't remember who it was, but it was it was fleeting. Yeah. You know, it was a waste of a cameo. Yep. Fuck that movie. Yeah, it was it was a complete waste of time. Blair Witch is number 4 for me. <laughs> we've already said, we've already talked about it. Another sequel, it was called The Woods. We we got kind of hyped about it. We're like, okay, Look, maybe they're going to do something good. Maybe we get to see something out of this. Yeah. And the whole entire movie, all I wanted to do was reach into the screen and <laughs> choke the director. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the stupid drone, everything about it was stupid. There was there was a few good moments. 
you know, where they had the thumping sound in the woods, like something is walking. Yeah. Or um, when uh, the people that the Blair Witch Project survivor, I, I don't even know. The, the movie had a great premise. Mm-hmm. They were watching a YouTube video of themselves before they go into the woods. Yeah. And I thought that was a great fucking idea. However, they they didn't even follow up on it. On top of that, you know, this lost footage bullshit, the people that were watching the YouTube video are the are the guides that go into the woods for the Blair Witch because they're they're looking for somebody's sister or yeah. whatever. And the guides get lost. The guides leave and they get lost and they come back and and they're dirty and they're like, "Hey, we've been gone for like 3 weeks." What the fuck's going on? I'm like, no, you've only been gone for a day. Again, another great premise, another yeah. good idea behind it, but again, nothing worthwhile. And then, you know, don't look at the Blair Witch, blah, blah, blah. Stand in the corner. <laughs> nothing about this movie was scary. Nothing about this movie was fun. Um, I'm sorry. There was one actual fucking moment that got me, which was when she had to crawl through the tunnel. Yeah. You know, that whole claustrophobic bullshit. Yeah. Fuck that. I wouldn't have done it. I like it when she was standing outside and she looked back and you could see the Blair Witch behind the tree kind of looking at her. Yeah, but whatever. It was creepy. It looked like, oh my God, look, the person from the ring with really long arms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck this movie. Yeah, exactly. It was, I can't believe that I spent money. In fact, we should just start a writing campaign. We should start one of those, uh, what is it, someofus.org. Okay. Where they had these campaigns where, you know, like, you need to get Donald Trump out of the White House and let's Petitions. get our 10, 70, yeah, and start a petition. <laughs> but we should start a petition or we should start a GoFundMe. We should start a fucking petition Go about fucking. getting our fucking money back for the worst movies. Yeah. The Pyramid. <laughs> yeah. Blair Witch was this year's, it was 2016's version of The Pyramid. Yeah. All right, number three. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, number two. Out of the Shadows. Fuck this movie. Fuck everything about it. Look. <laughs> I've got GPS tracking for their phones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they finally Jones. brought in Krang. Yeah. And Brad Garrett. And I like Brad Garrett, but you know, the the head of Krang is not one of these people that go, you know, Krang. Krang doesn't like what Krang sees, you yeah. know, type of thing, where he's just wa- talking in third person, right? But that's what makes the characters so endearing. If you watch the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles animated movie yeah. or animated TV series, they have it 100% correct the way that they did it. They they started off and showed the evolution of these turtles, and then they went into space. They fought the Triceratons. They, they came back to find out that Earth has been taken over by Krang. And now, now we haven't seen the new episodes yet, but... Now we're going to see that next evolution. Even if, I mean, I'm not a big fan of the, the 80s movies, okay? The first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. But I, I respect it. I didn't care for the idea that they used Out of the Ooze. And there's four of these movies, by the way, <coughs> if you can believe it. And there's a female turtle in one of those movies. I'm not going to tell you which one. You're just going to have to figure it out yourselves. Okay. So. Having Megan Fox as April O'Neil, look, there's a reason why they call them Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're they're about five and a half feet tall. Mm-hmm. Their friend April O'Neil was a reporter, you know, and she has an a love affair with Casey, who in this movie is a fucking cop. 
They Who changed, wants to be a detective? Yeah, they changed every character. Every character. It, it just wasn't fun. Make it fun again. I watched it with my kids um, a couple weeks ago, and the part where Laura Linney confronts Casey Jones in the, the police garage, and she's got all these other cops standing around her, was so... Um, contrived. It's just bullshit. Oh, it was painful. Yeah, they have all these advanced. We have we have this advanced technology where we are literally using cameras to figure out where people are, GPSs, all this other stuff. There's all this advanced tracking, right? Mm-hmm. You're on the grid. You're pretty much tracked. Everybody knows where you are. Yeah. And in this, in the fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. They they accuse Casey of whatever bullshit they they accused him of, but all they had to do was just bring up fucking footage from you know that day, yeah, you know, of whatever he was doing. I was doing this. Oh uh, no, you weren't. No, you're you're just a bad you're a bad cop. Look at the footage. Yeah, L- my car has a GPS on it. There's probably more cameras in New York City than anywhere else. Yeah. There is not one part of well, there are, there are parts, but there literally there is not one street in New York main thoroughfare where not where there's not a camera. Yeah. Whether it's a regular camera, a person's personal camera, phone camera, or you know building camera, you can't get around New York without being filmed at some point. Yeah. But no, you know he's a bad cop. <laughs> Fuck that movie. <laughs> Number two. Which I should have made this one number two as appropriately as it should have been called. Because Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle 2 is a fucking pile of shit. But Ride Along 2, which is actually not as bad as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, but again, the reason why I put it at number two is because it's the first disappointing movie of the year. Yeah. I can't stand when they they force actors to be idiots. Mm-hmm. And they're forcing Ice Cube, and they're forcing... Um, Kevin Hart. Well, I can't remember his name. <laughs> They're forcing these two to be idiots. All Kevin Hart does basically the entire movie is fucking scream and yell. Uh-huh. And then when he gets to drive a car, finally he pretends it's a video game. You know, like it's like it's funny. Yeah. the The best part of this whole movie is when they were chasing what's his name. Um. Oh the oh, god damn it! Now I gotta look it up. I don't remember, dude, because I fucking I I just I don't remember shit about that movie. I forgot about the video game thing until you brought it up. I got I got to look up the cast because they were they were the guy that they were originally chasing. Dude, it made a hundred and twenty four million fucking dollars. <laughs> this movie is a pile of shit. Yeah, Tika Sumter. This is what I want. Give me that one. <laughs> oh yeah, we got to see Bruce McGill oh. for a second. Yeah. Oh, Benjamin Bratt was the bad guy. Yeah, but no, they they were chasing somebody, and I can't remember who the hell it was. Oh, yeah, Tyrese was at the beginning of the movie. Oh, Ken Jeong. That's who it was. When they break into his house, and they chase him all through the through the neighborhoods and stuff like that. Yeah. And Ice Cube hits him with a car. Okay, that was funny. But of those funny moments, two, three at the most, again, another cop story where they're bad guys because... You know, Benjamin Bratt, who is playing this rich guy, says that they're bad guys. Yeah. Yet, again, Miami, cameras everywhere, and GPS and cars. But he's he's rich and connected. Right. So, fuck this movie. Exactly. 
Right. So again, you know, it's the first disappointment of the year. So, and that's it. When when something like this resonates, when you have a great idea and then you continually fuck up this idea, stop doing it and go in a different direction. Yeah. It's really that simple. And of course, my number one choice for bad movie fucking piece of shit of the year is Independence Day two. I don't. I don't even know where to begin with this. <laughs> the movie starts with the legacy of. The characters in Legacy, I mean, the children of the characters from the first movie. Yeah. And they're in space tugs, and they're doing something around this gigantic radar dish, and the, uh, whoever he was. Who, it's nah. Liam Hemsworth's character. Yes, it's Liam Hemsworth's character. Yeah. Who is driving the tug and decides to do some crazy ass shit. To save the day. And he fucks up. And causes this the the fucking satellite dish, yeah. you know, causes the gigantic direct TV satellite dish to start falling. But he saves it with the tug because it has afterburners and a big hand. Mm-hmm. And he was able to put the tug. He was able to put the satellite dish back. And in no place. one fucking tried to help him. Yeah, and everybody else was running away and scolding it, and they're scolding him. Yeah, and he gets yelled at. And then we have Bill Pullman, who plays the crazy president. <laughs> you know, oh, he was attacked by aliens, but now he's fucking crazy. So take these pills to keep you crazy from getting out of hand. Yeah, they all saw that he connected with the aliens in the original film, and yet he's saying that he's still getting you know fucking visions from them. Yeah, and no one takes him seriously. Oh, you're just you're just yeah. And, and Jeff, of course, Jeff Goldblum, the womanizer. Hi, <laughs> I'm Jeff Goldblum. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I really like it when I can't do Jeff Goldblum's when voice When I play right with now. your boobies. So. Yeah. <laughs> Rich cunts must die. Rich cunts must die. Oh, and then the complete, completely wasted storyline or subplot with Jed Hirsch's character. Oh, yeah, when he- Driving when, the bus. Yeah. The he, boat. he manages to fucking survive when they destroy New York City. Yeah. Or when they have the helicopter and- um. The the black kid. What's his, who was it? Is it Jesse Usher? Yeah, Jesse Usher is trying to save his mom. Yeah, and Rebecca Fox, and and <laughs> she doesn't, and she just you know, you get on the plane, you get on the, yeah. you, I, I'm gonna stay here and save everyone. You're not saving shit. There's a big fucking wall of, there's a wall of fucking buildings, <laughs> literally just coming at you Waving like down. a fucking tidal wave. What are you gonna do? Stop. You can't go any further, fucking Gandalf. No, it's not going to work. <coughs> and then Judge Hirsch survives that miraculously. Yeah. He's just he's sitting on top of a boat. To save some pointless kids. Yeah. No, and then he gets to drive a bus like the Partridge family to the fucking middle of the desert. Oh, and then there's a culture shock where, you know, these kids have, they understand technology and he doesn't understand shit. Right. Uh, how did they drive the bus from New York? To Salt Lake, very to the fast. Great Salt Lake, yeah, because the whole movie takes place in a day. Yeah, so they, he <laughs> drove, he drove three thousand miles in a day. Yeah, give or take. Yeah, fifteen hundred miles. They were able to stop the this shit with an alien with a with a with a fucking computer virus in three days in the original film. Right, and in this one, the ship is way fucking bigger. It covers like. A third of the planet of uh, planet Earth. Oh yeah, that's right. Because they put that's when the that's how the tidal wave started was when they put the landing gear down. Yeah, and 
they were able to destroy it in an afternoon. Yeah. When things are even more hopeless. Yep. Okay. Yeah. The only only cool and part- And the big gigantic alien. Yeah. That was the only part that was kind of cool because it just looked- They did good animation on it, but still, it didn't matter. It was still was shit. Yeah. I have an idea. We're we're since we're in this alien swarm of ships, we're gonna be different than everybody else and go the opposite direction and create a big problem and go flash and and, and do a whirlwind flash thing. Yeah. Fuck you. Highly advanced aliens and they can't even plan out shit properly. Oh, and oh, uh, that and sorry, thank you for making that up. The highly advanced aliens. Hey, we're good guys. And we're going to send you a message. <laughs> hey, there's a big, gigantic fucking uh, planet killer. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's a big, gig- there's like a, a miniature Death Star type thing that just appeared out of nowhere. It folded from space. Mm-hmm. I don't want to call it that. I'm going to call it um, the orb. <laughs> no. What's the name of the robot that was in uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Oh, Galaxy? I can't remember, but I know what you're talking about. The one that voiced by Alan Rickman. Yeah. <laughs> Depressed robot. Marvin. Okay. So they have a gigantic Marvin head that just appears out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Right? And Marvin is fucking, he's floating there, not saying anything, He's but it's transmitting information. Yeah. Well, what's the first thing we want to do? Shoot it down. Yeah. But it's not doing anything. It's not hostile. Shoot it down. We've been waiting for this for 20 years. We knew this was going to happen. But it was stupid on both sides because the fucking ship, look, if, the, if this alien species had already been dealing with with countless other species that have been attacked or destroyed by the by the invaders shouldn't they have already realized that they might get attacked if they show up so shouldn't they already plan ahead and and let the humans know something like hey we're going to come try to help or something oh yeah absolutely it should know to, to it should know that it needs to understand basic human language whatever language doesn't matter it could be russian yeah. maybe fucking farsi it could be you know, uh, German, Belgian. It, it could be any of the fucking five billion languages that are spoken on this planet. Yeah. And I'm being facetious, but again, you know, it could come in with a series of... Right? Something. And they figure it out. Oh, this is fucking... This is from Timbuktu. We understand this African language, right? Yeah. The clicks and the whatevers. But no. No, it just shows up. There it is. Yeah. It's just floating there. It shows up and doesn't do anything. It just sits there. Yeah. I mean, dude, these- and then we fire we fire a gigantic fucking laser at it for no reason. Yeah. Other than to fire this gigantic laser, you know, test prep, I guess. Fire the laser. Yeah. Freaking <laughs> laser. <laughs> but no. No, no. We 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 get this. We get this dumbed down fucking it took them how long to make this fucking movie? 20 years? Yeah, 21 were, years? Yeah. They took just think about this. They sat around and waited for an idea to pop into their head mm-hmm. for an Independence Day Part 2, okay? And remember, when the first one came out, it was one of the highest grossing films of all time. Yeah, and it's still a shitty movie. <laughs> but not as shitty as this one. So I mean, at least that one has entertaining value. Yeah. But this one, no, there is no entertaining value. Not a single thing. You know? We... It, <sighs> Every returning character. How the fuck can you not have any entertainment value in a movie? And there's going to be an Independence Day Part 3. Do they really announce they're going to do a Part 3? Oh, you know there's going to be. God. Here. And this is the reason why. 
Because it made four hundred million. Made four hundred million. It doubled its budget. Fuck. But I want to look at the production thing for a reason because I'm on I'm on the Wikipedia because <laughs> as early as two thousand and one. So May two thousand four. Emmerich and Devlin had attempted to figure out a way to continue the story, which doesn't make any sense to me. And they're making a sequel to Stargate, or they're rebooting Stargate. Yeah. Yeah, 2011, they wrote a treatment for it, but he wanted 50, but fucking Will Smith wanted $50 million. Yeah, for, for part two and three. Right. So, uh, Independence Day Forever Part One and Part Two. Fuck you. <laughs> but they're going to make, they're going to make it. And... People are going to watch it, and they're going to go, wow, this is really great. And then Star Wars are going to come out, and they're going to like, wow, this is even better. I just, speaking of Star Wars, Josh Trank, who who knows what he's doing nowadays. Maybe he's sitting in the loony bin. The movie that Josh Trank was working on, Uh huh. guess what? Guess what it was? I The Star Wars movie. Oh, um, uh, Boba Fett. Yes. Josh Trank was working on a fucking Boba Fett movie when he got fired. How the fuck do you mess up a, a Star Wars movie so bad that they fire your ass? I mean, he directed the reboot of 2015's Fantastic Four, but let's face it. <coughs> I can't... You When Toby Kebbell supports what Trank's claim was, which was um, blame the poor review changes on changes imposed by the studio... When that happened, okay, so he was working on the 2014 standalone Star Wars film. Something happened between Fantastic Four and him getting the Star Wars movie. Yeah, where the studio that made you know uh, Fox got into it with Disney or Lucasfilm mm-hmm. and basically torpedoed Josh Trank. Several outlets stated that he was dismissed from the project due to issues during production of Fantastic Four, primarily a lack of communication with the producers, and that Lucasfilm had decided to pursue another director. Uh, the reason he left the film is because he wanted to do something original, smaller scale, due to the amount of online scrutiny, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he is actually directing Fonzo, uh, an Al Capone biopic. That was reported last year. But when, how the fuck do you get fired from, Yeah, you had to have fucked up big time. Yeah, because if they're going to consider you in the first place, and then, then kick you off. Damn. Yeah. So, anyways, That's I just a wanted to point wasted that out. opportunity, man. Yeah, and he did Chronicle, and I'm even though I'm not a fan of Chronicle, it was a good idea. But um, when you are partially responsible, you're fifty percent responsible for for Fantastic Four. You can't blame everything on the studio. You have to take you have to take the good with the bad. And what he should have done was he should have just fucking um, made a Fantastic Four movie as Fantastic Four should have been made. Yeah. Yeah, so he was linked to Sony's Spider-Man, Warner Brothers' The Red Star, and the film adaptation of Shadow of the Colossus. How many people do you think this year are going to name their newborn newborn daughters Leia because of the death of Carrie Fisher? Um, I would think they would name Carrie before they named Leia. I've only heard of one person in my entire life n- who named their kid Leia. Well, I'm talking about because people get trendy. I know, but I've only heard of one person in my entire Look, I've been around this fucking earth for 45 years. Mm-hmm. Star Wars has been... 1977. I know. 30, 
30 of those years, 30, yeah, you know, 37 of those years. Yeah, 37 of those years, 36. <laughs> In those 36 years, I've only ever heard of one person who was named Leia mm-hmm. ever. And that was just like a couple of weeks ago when I was working at Walmart. Okay. A lady actually called her kid and said, Leia, come here. Mm-hmm. And I went, oh my God, really? It's not so. a bad name. No. Just reminds me because, like with Twilight, um, you know, Bella became a very popular name for a couple of years. Um, so, all right. Uh, before we end this, uh, I had a couple dishonorable mentions. Uh, now, the, like I said, the, the, there's there were movies that were overall worse than these, but these ones I had to mention oh, because these God. were almost in my bottom my bottom five. Okay. Uh, first off, uh, Batman versus Superman or Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. Um, this is a, look, this is a watchable movie and it's entertaining for the most part, but when you have the two greatest superheroes in the history of comic books squaring off against each other and you don't deliver on every level that you could possibly deliver on, then the movie is an overall disappointment. And so bat, that's what bat BVS is, is an overall disappointment. So it's gotta be dishonorable. Uh, Another superhero movie, X-Men Apocalypse. You have one of the most popular villains in the X-Men universe finally on screen, and he looks like a fucking donkey. And then the uh, part of the movie doesn't work. Part of the movie does work, but it's just this jumbled mix of work and don't work, of good and bad. And so that's a huge disappointment. And then third is Keanu. 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 Keanu, Keanu should have been a sleeper hit. It should have been... That movie where you you think it's going to be good, you go and see it, and you're like, "Holy fuck, this is hilarious! It's great! Everyone needs to see it!" and and then everyone ends up falling in love with it. But instead, it, it it's disappointment, and it just it ends up you know just ending on a whimper. It's not a great movie at all. It just has funny moments here and there, but all in all, it's just a waste of time. Okay, so yeah, that's it. That's all I got. You got any dishonorable mentions? No. They're right up there with yours. I mean, going through this entire list, I should just make the entire list dishonorable dishonorable mention. Um, Hail Caesar was a disappointment. Uh-huh. I thought it would have been better. Um, but it's still not a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. It's just a disappointment. Yeah. We didn't see that one. Uh, London Has Fallen, yes. <laughs> um, Jack Reacher. Yeah, Jack Reacher, which I don't think we have in this list. Uh, no. The Nice Guys. Nice Guys was still, it wasn't a bad movie. It just didn't reach its potential. Just a disappointment. Yeah. Obviously, uh, Yoga Hosers. Oh, we do have Jack Reacher on here. Yeah. Yeah, and Jack Reacher. Um, there's a bunch of others. Kung uh, Fu Panda 3 was a major disappointment to me. I didn't find it a disappointment, but it's, it's on the cusp. There are other movies that are worse, like Keeping Up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, Rogue One, but. My problem with Rogue One is that I'm just disappointed. Yeah. I think that's really what it comes down to. Well, yeah, because we, we had a, like a whole year of awesome trailers yeah. for it, and you know it just built you up, and then it, then they give you a different movie, you know? So. Yeah, I, I, I can see it. All right. So, all right. So, that is our best and worst of 2016. Now, remember, these are all films that we saw in theaters during 2016. Right. Okay. There's certain movies that, there's other movies that came out, but we didn't see those, so we cannot put them in our list. Correct. All right. So, 
for Cinescape's top and bottoms. <laughs> best of, best of, worst of. Yes, I am Joe Spiegel. I'm Mike Sutherland. All right. We'll see you next year <laughs> in 2018. <laughs> All right. Good night. We're already in 2017, you dork. No, I mean, you know, for the next uh, best worst of. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Good show. Jolly good show. Jolly good show indeed. Hakuna Matata, bitches. Well, that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening. And please remember, share the podcast. Hey, hey, hey. What is it, Joe? Yeah. You see that little button over there? Yeah? Yes. Oh, you what do button? The little share button. Which button is that? It says share. Sometimes it's a little arrow that goes in a circle. Regardless, it's there. Or more. So share. Share. Share that podcast. Click that shit. <laughs> it's simple. Please. We put we do put some work into this. Not a lot. Not a lot. Not as much as we should. But still, all you have to do is click the share button. Yeah. Click anything that says share. Like on our movie reviews, there's a Facebook share and a Google Plus. Pick one. We Sp- prefer Facebook, but you know. Spread the love. Help us grow. Spread the love and we will spread our legs open for you. No, we won't. I take showers. Well what is that one? Show the balls? Open your balls. Open your balls. <laughs> share, uh, yeah. Share, share the, share the show. Share the hell out of it. <laughs> share. Give her some love. I sound like little Nikki. <laughs> Have a good night. Share. <laughs> this is the end. This is the end. Finito! The end, I tell you! We're all going to... Go fuck yourself.